This episode contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretions is strongly advised. to the Bold and Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Miss Chelsea. Hey, B&B fans, hey! Hi, guys. We have breaking news. Guess who they're recasting? Um, Queen Latifah. <laughs> Close. They're recasting Taylor. Finally. <gasps> I'm so excited. Finally. We need to recast Taylor. Yeah. How are they going to fit her in? How is she, is she going to swoop in and save Steffi's life when Sheila's trying to kill her? Maybe. And what kind of um, trouble is she going to make? Because <laughs> you right? know she always wants rich. <gasps> oh, wait. But Eric's about to be single. Is she going to try to ruin it with like, I well, I mean, we think Eric's going to be, I hope Eric's about to be single. <laughs> yeah, we hope he is about to be single. Oh, let me just say, I've been dying to tell you guys this because I knew for a little while now, but I was not allowed to say anything. Yeah, because... so Amanda went full Hollywood on us. And, like, had the inside scoops, had the receipts, had the screenshots. And, like, (laughs) she didn't even tell me, guys. You hear that, Hollywood? You can tell her things. She ain't even going to tell me. It was not on purpose, though. I legit forgot to tell Chelsea. (laughs) Because, okay, they're recasting with the actress. Her name is Krista Allen. And, by the way, she's gorgeous. She looks like Taylor. I was like, they're going to have a hard time finding somebody pretty as Hunter Tylo, but they did. And um, anyway, she's really good friends with James. James Lott Jr. that I do the show with on Sundays. So she means cheats on me on Sundays. (laughs) So she immediately texts him and was like, James, you're never going to guess what happened. I got an offer from B&B for Taylor. And he was like, what? And then she said, yeah, they're sending the contracts over now. And then James immediately texted me and Tammy and was like, you're not going to believe this, but you can't say anything. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I couldn't say anything, but it was driving me crazy. <laughs> yeah, I forgive her. It's fine. We'll move past it. But okay. super excited that there's going to be a Taylor. Definite plot twists. (laughs) I know. I'm excited, too. I'm thinking, is she going to like Finn or is she not going to like Finn? Like, she can cause a lot of trouble. So we'll see. Ooh, I wonder if she's going to pull a brook and try to seduce Finn. I don't know. But the last time we saw her, she was a little off 
I don't want to say crazy, but she was um, a little crazy. I'm sorry, I have to say it. A little, yeah. She, she shot was- Bill. <laughs> that that did happen. And she wanted Ridge back. She did. And like a lot of things, like a lot of things. And Ridge is just like, I love you. Right? Like, I have love for you, but I love Brooke. Oh. And it's like, I don't know how many times he has to tell her that. I do feel bad for him, though. Mm, yes. Because, believe it or not, I used to be on Taylor's side way more than Brooke's side. Really? Yes, but I did have a change of heart because Taylor changed. Mm-hmm. And it was obvious that Ridge really wanted Brooke. So it was like, okay, girl, give it up. Like, you got to let it go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one more thing we wanted to tell you guys before we get to the good stuff. Is the reason that we're having scheduling issues is because Chelsea started a new job. And she doesn't have a set schedule nope and I also work from home so my schedule changes so we are trying to figure out a new rhythm a new schedule like a new way to record so we do apologize that the episodes are taking so long to come out but we're doing the best we can yeah sorry dudes like we really do try, but, you know, life and stuff, stuff in life. But hopefully it'll be more consistent because Chelsea's doing amazing at her job. <laughs> she is. I am, and I'm really, like, trying not to, like, you know how, like, mm, okay, you know how, like, when you start a job and you want to seem super awesome, but then, like, a year later, you're like, damn, why was I so awesome? Because now there's all these <laughs> expectations mm-hmm. or, like, opportunities, whatever. I don't know. Anyways, I don't want responsibility, and I'm super awesome, and, like, they keep trying to give me responsibilities, and I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, it's true, guys. She is good at her job. So, she goes to work, right? And they're like, (laughs) oh, Chelsea, guess what? You're going to train the new girl. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? You just started there. (laughs) Right? I was, I even told them that. I was like, you do you know I've only been here a month, right? And they're like, oh, you're doing great. It's fine. And I'm like, uh, mm, hmm. Already. It's starting already. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. And then on Monday, guys, I have a meeting because I'm part of the banquet committee. Because um, we're a really big restaurant and out, you know, it's the end of the year, Christmas parties, things like that. People rent like the whole second floor out and stuff. So that's going to be awesome. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully. Hopefully. Easy money. Easy money. But easy money. I'm really trying to tone it down. So I think I'm going to not drink bang before I go to work because <laughs> 300 milligrams of caffeine. Obviously, I'm doing too much. So I'm going to just have a regular Red Bull, keep it at that 160 and just coast. Yeah. She's like doing. <laughs> She's, like, doing too good at her job. She needs to just tone it down a little. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, I don't know. Do you guys ever get that way, like, 
like it makes you like if you're just doing your job and you do it well cool you're just doing it but once your boss starts telling you like oh my gosh you have like the highest sales oh my gosh you're so awesome oh my gosh then all of a sudden there's this pressure on you yeah I'm like don't don't tell me I'm doing good let me just coast (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) it's like I just want to blend in I don't want to stand out okay I know, but it's hard to blend in because these kids are on slow motion. But anyway, the soap opera. <laughs> yes. We have a lot to cover. We're just going to go ahead and get into it. So yeah. enough with the chit chat. On to the recap. Week one. October 11th through October 15th. Ooh, spooky month. Right? The week starts off at Steffi's, and she's having a conversation with Ridge. The whole conversation is that she tells him, which is, this made me a little nervous, because she tells him, look, I laid down the law with Finn about Sheila. Like, I laid down the law, he can't see her. Liam better do the same thing with Hope and Deacon. And I was like, mm, I already don't like where this is going. Mm. I thought we were off that merry go round. All right. We're never off. Oh, we're yeah. never off. We have a season pass. We get <sighs> like the fancy premium. We even get it on holidays. Like, I can't handle it. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> You know what? Sometimes life doesn't give you what you want. It gives you what you need. And well, sometimes. I don't need Steffi and Liam together again. Okay. I don't need. It. And sometimes <laughs> it's just annoying. <laughs> right? Exactly. Good point. Yes. Now we head to the bar. I believe they were at El Giardino at the bar. Yes. Always. And. Like you said, I was also surprised they didn't go to Bikini. I think you said that last week. Yeah, because I feel like, not trying to talk finance, but I feel like Bikini would be more their budget. Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So, Sheila and Deacon are still talking, and she's trying to pitch him this idea that they work together. And they could do anything. They could get their kids back. And Mm. then it was so funny because Deacon's like, you're a bad influence. And if he calls you a bad influence, (laughs) that's saying something, right? Right. It was like a full pinky in the brain moment. What are we going to do today, brain? Same thing we do every day. Try and take over the world. (laughs) It was. And he called her. The grand Cuba of manipulation. She is. She is. Until you meet my mother. (laughs) She keeps trying to get him to team up with her. And he's like getting drunk. And he. I feel bad for him. I really do. I do. Because he. (laughs) I think he does want to be good. But something always makes him not be good. Like, he always ends up doing the wrong thing. 
And you're uh, like, no, why are you doing that? <laughs> right. I mean, he puts up a good fight for, like, he's like, you crazy. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Like, he was trying. Yeah, he was. I mean. He was. He even told her, I don't think teaming up with you would help me. Like, I don't, I think uh, Brooke, Liam, Hope, none of them would like if I teamed up with you, basically. Yeah, pretty sure this is going to ruin my life. (laughs) Yeah. Now, this part annoyed me. So, let's head to the cabin. Okay. Um, I don't like the way Brooke and Liam are treating <sighs> Hope. I don't like the way they're talking to her. It's annoying me. Yeah. They're treating her like a child. Yeah. And I don't think that Hope's going to listen. <laughs> me either. They're, it was just crazy because they're like, you're not allowed to have anything to do with him, period. And I was like, uh, last time I checked, she was a grown-ass woman. Right. I mean, she rescued Thomas from, like, the basement. Thank you. She's, like, she a, a private whole... detective now. Right? She threw she her did purse. A whole maneuver. She was like, wah, wah. It was like watching salt all over again. She was like, wah, wah. I expected it to be like, what was that movie? Where they could, like, bend the bullets. I don't know why I'm on a Angelina Jolie kick right now. What am I talking? Salt and the fuck bullet movie? <laughs> anyway, sorry, guys. Those are both good movies. You should watch them. Anyway, she was super stealth, okay? You know, Hope's got yeah. it going on. Let her be. But, yeah, she probably shouldn't be talking to Deacon, though. I don't. I, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I don't. I'm not saying their their message is wrong, but the way they're saying it and how they're treating her, I don't agree with. Yeah, delivery, off. And, okay, when Brooke leaves, Liam, he becomes, like, nicer about it, but he yeah. still says, I have to protect the family. You know you can't trust him. You can't have a relationship with him. He's never going to change. People can ch- can't change and all this stuff. And I'm like, excuse me, didn't mm-hmm. you just get out of jail for yeah. killing someone? Alrighty then. Yeah, he whole protect the family, protect the family. Hope's just like meh. <laughs> and then there was a really quick he leaves the room and Deacon calls her. Yeah. And and she answers and He's taught he tries to talk to her and Liam comes back in the room and she's like, Oh, uh, good night, and hangs up. Yeah, it was sad because Sheila was kind of like poking at him, like, Oh yeah, oh yeah, you really think she'll talk to you? Oh yeah. And he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna call her right now. Watch this. And then he calls <laughs> yeah. her and she's like, Gotta go. And he's like, he's like yeah. oh. It was like he was like, she hung up on me. Yeah, it was sad. <laughs> but at the same and time, then- like, bro. But she does feel bad for him. Sheila does feel bad for him. And she talks him into going to her hotel room. No, she does not feel bad for him. She sees the opportunity. You're sounding like Finn. (laughs) That's a good point. Because there is like a 10% of Sheila. It could be 15%. But there is a small percentage. That 
genuinely just wants to see Finn and the baby, I honestly think that maybe they do have a part in why she's so crazy. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, if you were around this family who seems to get everything they want, no matter what. But, I mean, come on, you guys. Jealousy, that's a sin. True. I don't know. You choose how things affect you. You know what? I'm in an emotional mood today, okay? And I'm in a suck-it-up-buttercup kind of mood today. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to go great. (laughs) So, actually, in the end, he does end up going to her hotel room. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Well, yeah, he couldn't even pay his tab. She's like, I got this. Meanwhile, at Steffi's house, Steffi and Finn are discussing hope. And it's to say, Hope, she's just saying, Hope better lay down the law with Deacon because she has kids to worry about. She needs to set boundaries like we did with Sheila. And Mm -hmm. Ben says he totally gets where Hope is coming from and how she feels. And Steffi did not like that. Did you see her face? No, she did not like it. Yeah, like, Steph, like, trying to give him all the deep, like, she was trying to give Finn the details, like, okay, this is why Deacon's bad, like, stop, like, he's a piece of crap, and he was just like, oh, sympathy. <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes him a good doctor, but I thought doctors were supposed to be able to, like, put their feelings aside, <laughs> but I guess, I don't know, whatever. Right. Finn don't do that. No. Okay, so the next day, uh-huh. okay, it's the next day, we're, we go to Forrester, and Hope is at work, and she's telling Zenday and Thomas that Deacon's back, and of course, everyone's shocked, and when Hope leaves, Paris comes in, and she's like, who's Deacon? You're so right. they have to explain all that to her. Yeah, she's Paris. Like surprised. Uh, Paris, so freaking she's nosy. Perfect. She's so perfect, by the way. So <laughs> nosy. Know, every single episode, someone says how perfect and wonderful Paris is. <laughs> every yeah. single episode. I'm like, we get it. We get it. Right. Um, another thing that happens. Right. Thomas you is buying what? a house. Surprise. Whatever. Whatever. You know what? One thing. One what? little thing. What? I just thought of something. Paris and Hope both have criminal dads. So that's another thing that they can bond over. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of that. Okay, Thomas is buying a house. I'm sorry. I think this is all BS. Yeah. I said it on the show. I'll say it again. I think this is all BS. Okay. It's Thomas. Hello. (laughs) So he's like, oh, I'm getting a new house. The offer went through. What Paris? Did someone say you needed a place to stay? 
Come on. What? Like, uh, and I'm, I'm like, she is the head of like charities or whatever at Forrester. Okay. Um, maybe stop buying some of these fancy house outfits for like two weeks. Rent. You could rent an Airbnb. You could rent, like, these extended stay motels. Why is she couch surfing? Why is she staying at her boss's houses? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, come on. Yeah, I agree. It's lame. (laughs) Oh, he offers to uh, take her to the apartment and show it to her so she can, you know, see, see what she thinks. And I was like, don't be alone with him. That's dangerous. Isn't it? It's dangerous. Yeah, it's Thomas. And he's got weird hair right now. I don't know how to feel about it. Oh, I heard a rumor. He's going bald. No. (laughs) I heard a rumor that he cut it. So probably pretty soon we'll see him again like normal. Remember when he first came on? Yeah, and he had like the slick little pumpy door type deal. Like that. Yeah. Me too. Now we head to Sheila's hotel, and she is basically torturing a very hungover deacon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who is convinced that if he just talks to Hope, he can he can totally get through to her. <laughs> right. She's like, "Good morning. Good morning. Good morning." Yeah. She's like banging the banging the spoon on the coffee cup and making all kinds of noise. <laughs> Yeah, seems like my house. <laughs> and he tells her, he keeps telling her, although I don't think it's going to work, but he keeps saying, I can't team up with you, dude. Like, I can't because you don't get it. Like, if I team up with you, it's not going to help my case. As a matter of fact, Hope will be mad. Yeah, I mean, he's so dumb. Mm-hmm. He just gets dumber throughout these weeks he just gets dumber but I'm just like Deacon get her plan tell her you'll be part of the plan and then go tell them everything so that you're the hero that's what I said dude he could be the hero then they love him they would love him again they'd be like oh but I don't know if he's smart enough to do that he's not so Deacon leaves to go find hope he arrives at Forrester and he finds her in the executive office. Um, and honestly, he makes a good plea. And I believe him. I, like, I think he genuinely wants to be there for her. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, he changed. And when he, when he saw the letter that mm-hmm. she lost the baby, he was devastated. And, da, da, da. and they're actually talking. And they're discussing, okay, well, maybe we can get a coffee when Mr. Perfect walks in Uh, and makes a big scene. Yeah, Liam was out of pocket. Yeah, he goes off on Deacon. What the hell are you doing here? How'd you get past security? Because your security sucks, bro. Anyone can get in there. You can get kidnapped from there and no one would even know. Don't get me wrong, okay? I love Charlie. You you guys know I love Charlie. But is he the best security guard in the world? No. That's debatable. <laughs> right? 
He's that guy that's over by the recycle bins, like, who's putting the paper with the plastics? This is crazy. Meanwhile, a dead body's being dragged out the back. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> He's, like, securing the the perimeter while Thomas is drowning in, in the tub of acid. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, really? Where's Charlie at? Didn't even well, see Quinn course. kidnap... He didn't see Quinn kidnap Liam from the parking lot. True. True. My fool don't be seeing anything. Uh-uh. Disgrace. Anyway. So Liam is rude. And he uh-uh. says uh, he needs to leave because he's nothing but a manipulator. And then as Deacon's walking out, he's like, Hope, I love you. I think that's what he said, right? Hope, I love you. And then he walked out and I was like, dang. Even Hope was like, I really wish you wouldn't have been so hard on him. Right. Yeah, it was, she was shaking mad. She was pissed. Yeah, she was. I was like, Liam. So now we go over to Thomas's apartment. He's showing Paris everything. He's like, you can move in today. And guess what? Guess what? Oh. He gets a phone call. It just happens to be the realtor. Oh, no, Chelsea, the deal fell through. What a coinky dink. Oh, apparently the seller's friend needed a place and he decided to give it to his friend. We didn't really <laughs> sign any paperwork. So, you know, I guess it's just how it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, what a coincidence. The new chick that he's obsessed with now, he's living with her. Like, come on, guys. It's Thomas. There is no realtor. (laughs) There is no house. Yeah. At first, she was trying to be like, oh, well, I'll just, you know, go back to my friend's house. No biggie. That deal fell out. So this deal falls out. And he was like, oh, no. I mean, you you did sign the paperwork, though. So that's just what it is. Uh, me and my son will just be homeless now. Like, what? I know. I'm like, you're rich. Go stay at someone's guest house. Everyone has a guest house. Right. Go Jeez. stay at Steffi's. Yeah. Yes. Take Paris's old room. <laughs> right? I'm sure that Douglas Ooh. would love to be around the girls. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. And it would have Thomas interacting with Steffi more, which would be cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. <clears throat> I don't like her hanging out with him because then she becomes blind to him. When she's not around him a lot, then she can spot his bullshit easily. When she's around him too much, total Monet. She's too close. Then she's all like, no, he is being good. No, that's not happening. No. That is true. That is true. Because she, she's like, what? No way. He's not, he, he's always here. There's no way he could have done that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he'll sneak out that sliding glass door just like Sheila sneaks in it. Because y'all don't put that little stick in the railing like a smart person. Thank you. Okay, I have sliding glass doors, and I always use a stick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the next part's kind of funny, because back at Sheila's hotel, Deacon arrives, and she just looks at him, and she's like, that bad, huh? 
<laughs> and he's ready to give up. Yeah, he's defeated. He's like, you know what? All we're doing is making more problems for them. We should just leave. Yeah, he's being smart. He's like, you know what? I think I should just go. And then she gets really mad. Oh, she starts to crack a little. She's like, mother beep. Yeah, she's like, I hate people with defeatist attitudes. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, she plays that role so well. She does. She gets kind of like all in. You know how she gets super intense? And she's, she says, you know what? We will get our kids back. We will. And then she's like, I always get what I want. Oh. Like, and then Deacon's face, he's so scared. <laughs> I know. I get it. Like when parents say kids and they're like actually raised them, they saw them as a child. So like in your mind, they're forever a child, whatever. I get that weird psychosis. But like you, neither of you raised them, especially you, Sheila. So for you to be like my kid, like you don't even know this person. <laughs> Right. And I'm not 100. It really is her kid. Have we had a DNA test? She could have just stole someone's baby and handed it to him and been like, yeah, this is your baby. Oh, my God. It's true. I can't believe nobody thought to do a DNA test. You're right. She could. Well, it's because Jack confirmed. Jack was like, yeah, she approached. Yeah. So Jack's the one saying for sure. But we don't know because she like all we know is she rolled up and was like, I'm pregnant. And we've been banging in the closet, so it's yours. And he was like, what? Go away. And then he was like, actually, no. Give me that kid. But was he around her, like, all nine months? Or did she just, like, disappear and then come back and had a baby? And here's a baby. You know? I don't know. That's a good point. We've never gotten the whole story. Because he's trying to keep it a secret from Finn. Which I think is totally ridiculous. Yeah. Just That's his mistake right there. That will be his downfall. If he would have just came clean from the very beginning, everybody would have gotten over it eventually. But now, oh, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, now it's like a thing. Uh-huh. Mm. Okay. I don't know. It might not be her baby. I'm just saying, Finn might not be hers. Well, Finn might. What if that's not his dad? Oh, my God. This is crazy. I mean, it You're could go right. so many ways. You're right, because she could have just stole somebody's baby. Unless he literally saw her. That's a good question. But even if he saw her pregnant, we still don't even know that that's the right baby. She could just have another baby floating around. And still kidnapped a baby. Got buddy-buddy with some other pregnant chick and mommy and me. (laughs) You know, she went to that Breezy class and then met some chick and then still had her baby. You know, who knows what happened to that one, but then also stole some other lady's baby. You know, it is true. She does steal children. Mm-hmm. It, it is known. <laughs> it's happened. So I'm just saying, I'm not convinced that Sheila's the mom. Okay. Well, that's a good point. Now we head to Forrester. Ridge and Quinn have it out. Ooh. Okay. They get into it. Quinn thinks Ridge and the family are the ones who are making Eric feel bad. And Ridge says, oh, no, 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 no. You're the one who's making him feel bad. You, he tells her, you failed the test of whether you would be there 
for my father and I. Oh, yeah. That one was like, ooh. Uh-huh. It was like, burn. I'm sorry, but burn. Like, everyone could see that he was not thinking clearly and that this was something, like, every, like, I feel bad for him. Yeah, this was the start of Ridge's rampage uh-huh. because he goes on a full tear. And he's just going to tell any and everybody how they how he feels about their life choices today. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, the saint over here, Ridge, uh, never cheated on anyone, never had an affair with anybody, you know, Ridge. Never went to Vegas with Shauna. Yeah, no. Never mm-hmm. kissed Quinn on the beach. No, nope, never. <laughs> so it's it's just so hard for me. I'm sorry. It is just so hard for me. To listen to Ridge and Brooke rail on Quinn. And I'm not okay with what Quinn did. I don't think, like, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. want Quinn and Eric together. But they are not the two to be the faces of this campaign. <laughs> yes. They, they're they very hypocritical. They are. And, okay, so this is the start of Ridge's rampage. He goes and tells Quinn how he feels about her, but she flips it, and she tells him, you know, that he's making Eric feel like crap, that it's him, not her. She's doing what she's asked of. Like, mind your business, boy. You know what did shock me, though? He kind of threw her off her game a little. Because she actually... Going for low blows. Yeah, because she actually admitted that she has feelings for Carter. And yeah. I was like, ooh, I can't believe she just said that to Rich. <laughs> mm, yeah. Rich just wants her out of Eric's life. He just doesn't feel that Eric is happy. But the mm. way he's doing it is very hypocritical. I mean, I get it. He isn't like, you know, bouncing around the office and bringing donuts and all of that. But like you guys bringing it up every five seconds and like, Probably isn't helping either. This is no, what I'm saying. it's not. It's not. He's not happy with it, but he thinks he's doing what he needs to do for his marriage. Okay, that's one thing. But what y'all are doing is kind of jacked up. You guys are going too far. Mm-hmm. I agree. So the no. next stop on Ridge's like, like rampage, he goes to see Carter. But right there's a little bit of Paris and Thomas in between. I don't. Uh, uh, uh. Well, let me let me just say, Katie went to Eric's house, and they're yeah. chit chatting. Okay, they're just chit chatting and stuff. And basically, Eric admits that he doesn't want to be alone again. Like he admits. And I keep getting the feeling he he's only with Quinn because he don't want to be by himself. And he don't want to start over. He don't want to have to get to know another one. She makes right. the martinis right already. Like, come on. And then the only thing that happened, which was really kind of funny, is that Katie says, can you really trust Quinn? And Quinn walks in. And mm-hmm. I'm like, uh-oh. So then, of course, Quinn is all mad because Katie's there. She's like, oh, you're a fixture now. <sighs> but Eric does tell her real quick, Katie's always welcome here anytime. Right. I'm like, ooh, 
He told you that. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Uh And then, of course, Quinn's like, I love Eric. You need to go. Okay. (laughs) And then the whole thing with Thomas is that exactly what I said, okay? They're they're gonna move in together. Everything's oh, it's everything's just hunky dory. But uh, what about Zenday? Mm. What is Zenday gonna think? How does Zenday feel? Right. So then that brings us to where Chelsea is. Ridge yep. is at Carter's apartment, and he is he's just telling him like it is, isn't he? Like he's mm-hmm. just letting he's- it go. He's raging too. He raged out on him too. He did. I've been waiting for this because their best their best friends is what we've known all this time is like their best friends. So what they keep I telling was us. Waiting for this. You yeah. You know what I mean? Because because if if you're best friends, right? Mm-hmm. I would be like, uh, excuse me, Chelsea. What the fuck? I'd be like. You what banged you my dad's wife. What are you thinking? I'd be like, what is going on? And why didn't you tell me? Okay. I'd be, like, I'd be <sighs> mad that you didn't tell me. <laughs> I'd be like, Manda, Manda, we're in love. Hello. That's all that matters. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so in this situation, I actually did think Ridge had the right to go yell at Carter just because yeah that's what you would do if it was your best friend you would oh, yeah, be yeah, like yeah, yeah. what the hell is wrong with you like what are you thinking oh he you definitely deserve. like I mean I'm surprised it didn't happen already yeah but I guess when it happened the first time you know, they don't know that the affair kept going and they were blaming Quinn more because they thought Carter was like, you know, this great guy. He must have, you know, he got pulled into the poose. So, of course, like he didn't really go off on him too much in that at that time. But now now it's coming. Yeah. And Carter said Carter tries to tell him he does tell him like I didn't want to hurt Eric. Like, it just happened. Like, one thing led to another to another. And Ridge straight up goes, I don't care about any of that. And I was like, ooh, okay. (laughs) He was like, I don't give a crap about any of that. And that's one of those points where I'm just like, he is not the right face of this campaign. Because how many times has him and Brooke justified their complete shenanigans for love. Yeah, it's destiny. Destiny. You know what? Carter should have said, Ridge, I'm sorry. It was destiny. Oh, <laughs> oh that would have been, been amazing. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so awesome. Uh, I would have I would have oh, just, I would have been like, that's it. We're done. We're yeah, done. I would have yeah. like, that's it. Best episode ever (laughs) then I'm just gonna end it here (laughs) so Uh, they kind of go back and forth and um it doesn't really get resolved he's like how do you feel about Quinn well the thing is like Ridge is looking for answers when he already has the answer the answer Mm -hmm. is they were attracted to each other they didn't care who it hurt 
and they banged it out. That's just what it is. And he wants he wants to feel better about it, and he's not going to feel better about it, and nothing they say is going to make him feel better about it. So he's just raging. Yeah. So he's not getting what he wants. He didn't get what he wanted from Quinn, which I don't know. Like, what does he want them to throw themselves on the ground and cry and beg for forgiveness? I'm not like, what are you looking for, dude? He wants what are you Quinn looking for? out. He wants Quinn to admit that what she did to Eric was not right and take her portrait and go. <laughs> take your portrait and go. Sorry, okay. sweetie pie. If that's if that is the punishment for the crime, you and Brooke should have been banished. Like what? Season one? Season two? <laughs> we on like season thirty something, bro. Mm-hmm. So mm, that's that's not the punishment for that crime. I'm sorry. Okay. That doesn't really get resolved. So we go over to Eric's really quick. And basically he's talking to Quinn. They're going back and forth. It's pretty much the same type of conversation they've been having. But he tells her, I made a mistake. Like I wasn't thinking clear. I regret it. And I need you to go tell Carter it's over. Can you let your feelings go for him and go over there and let him go? And she's like, of course I can. Oh, yeah, that was he was like, I I made a terrible mistake. Like, are you willing to give up that to be with me? And she's like, yes, I'll do anything for you, Eric. I'll do anything. Uh-huh. So uh, she goes over to Carter's. Sad. This is. Oh, okay. Hold on. But, I got, I got yeah. one little thing. Okay. <clears throat> Guess who we got to see? Um, we have not Julia Lewis Dreyfus. Louis Louis Dreyfus. Not Elaine. Oh. We got to see Bill. Oh yeah, hi Bill. We have not seen Bill in months. Oh, emotions. I, I don't. I blocked think, it out. You know what? I could be wrong. Correct me, guys, if I'm wrong. I thought I saw a little post about his dog passing. Like, he lost his dog. His dog died or had to put it to sleep or something. So maybe he just took a little hiatus. Yeah. I don't know. But, ooh. Okay. I'm just going to go over it really quick. He stops at Forrester to see Katie. Okay. Mm. And he's like, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting to see you. He Mm. begs her. To take him back. And he's so intense, right? And he's like, I thought we were over the Brooke thing. Because I'm in love with you. And he gives her the whole thing. He always says. And then he says, I went to jail and I've changed. (laughs) Uh. And I actually felt bad for her. Because he's so, he's so intense. Like, and it's like the vortex, right? Yeah. He's handsome and he's intense and he's got swagger and he looks at you and he's like, you touch me in my soul. And I'm like, oh my God. She's like, yeah, but so does my sister. (laughs) I was like, oh, it's so hard to tell him no. 
Like, I, I can totally mm. see why she goes back to him all the time. Oh, yeah. He says all, like, all the things that, you know, when you lay on your bed as a teenage girl that you want some psychopath to tell you someday. Like, I think if it wasn't Brooke, like, if he had ran off and did all that stuff with not her sister, like, yeah, someone else, she probably could get over it. But yeah. her sister? You said those things to her sister, bro. Yeah. And no. then you kissed her. And then Why you kissed her. You have that stupid kiss on the stupid picture frame. <laughs> yeah. So that's what really did it. Like, that really broke her heart. Like, that was, wow. Because it's the same old song and dance. And she even tells him, like, you've said this all to me before. You've said this all before. I've heard it all before. Mm. She's like, I got to do me right now. Sorry. Yeah. And he, he says before he leaves, I will get you back. And I was like, oh, God, Carter's going to die. Rest in peace, Carter. All right. Back at Thomas's. Zenday mm. comes over and they put, okay, I felt so bad for him because she put him on the spot. Like, in front of Thomas. Yeah, I was mad about this. I'm like, uh, girl, ask him in private. Thank you. I'm not going to say. Private conversation. In front of the dude. I have a problem. You know what I mean? Like, what? Yeah. That was a setup. That was a definite setup. And he's he's acting like he's okay with it. But I just don't think, I don't think he really is. But I think he feels like he has to say he is. Mm -hmm. Because he doesn't want to come across as like a controlling, jealous boyfriend. Right. And he don't want to come across as like not being confident. True. Oh, I feel sorry for him. Yeah, because he was, you could tell he was like, uh, no, I mean, he's my cousin. It's, it's fine. Um, no. <laughs> no. You could tell he wanted to say so bad, like, this is a bad idea, but he couldn't. Yeah. Then there's only two scenes left and we're done. Woohoo. Back at Eric's house. Guess mm. who, who shows up to rage? Hmm. Born to rage. (laughs) Yeah, he is, right? But he does stop himself because when he comes in, he sees that Eric's upset, like upset. And then Eric tells him, you were right. I made a mistake. I wasn't thinking clear. I don't know what I was thinking. Like, uh, she's over there breaking up with him right now. And so he does, he like calms down the rage. (laughs) <laughs> yeah he was like oh okay I was yeah, fully like, ready to be disrespectful to you again thank you yeah. <laughs> so he was like oh uh, okay okay I want the, okay because that's what I wanted so okay <laughs> yeah and then the very last scene is Quinn going to Carter's and it was so sad because when he opened the door he was so excited to see her he was yeah. like Quinn oh, and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. He tells her that he wants to give it all up and run away together. Like, screw them all. Who cares? We Let's do this. 
You and me and against like, the world. Yeah, and she's like, you can't, you can't lose everything because of me. And he's like, I don't care. Like, I'm a successful lawyer. I can get another job. He's like, I don't care. And she's and like, okay, like, well, what you need to understand is I've spent my whole last life trying to become who I am right now. And yeah, not giving it up for you. Yeah. And I was devastated for him because basically that is what she said. Like, she basically did say that. Like, she don't love him enough to give up her title and her position and being Miss Forrester. I was like, oh my God, I'm devastated for him. Yeah. I told y'all. I told emotions. And he was crying. Mm -hmm. There were tears. Yeah. And he was like pouring his heart out. It was so sad. And that's how the weekend. Yeah. So that was that. Okay. So scene of the week, you guys. Scene of the week. What are we going to do? So many things. I mean, I'm going to give it to Sheila and Deacon, I guess, for when he was like, when she was like, oh, yeah, I'll call her. And he was like, I will call her. And then Hope hangs up on him. I guess that was a good one. Yeah, I like that. And I also like when she was um, totally messing with him the next morning and he was all hungover. (laughs) Yeah, those gave me a giggle. I'm going to go with uh, Sheila and Deacon for the win. Yeah, I agree. October 18th through October 29th. Ooh, spooky month. (laughs) We're going to start on Monday. So the show opens at Carter's apartment. And uh, basically, he's being broken up with. And he's devastated. (laughs) He really thought she loved him. And that she would run away with him. And she's like, Oh, bro, no. (laughs) She's like, yeah, about that. No. Yeah, it was sad. It was super sad. (laughs) (laughs) Then over at Forrester, Brooke and Donna are basically talking trash about Quinn. (laughs) And, uh, how she, you know, took Eric up on his offer to have sex with Carter. Like, they're just talking smack <laughs> gossiping pretty, pretty much like I would never oh my gosh yes you would and then Ridge comes in and they're just discussing um basically the situation and how they can't believe Eric still trusts Quinn mm. yeah but I mean they just oh, they're just so gossipy I just can't I don't know then at Carter's, mm-hmm. he's very devastated. Okay, just so y'all know, he's crying and devastated. Okay, I just wanted to en- emphasize that. Now we head back to Forrester in the design office, and uh, Bill and Katie, he's still begging, don't do it, and then. Yeah. He leaves. I'm sorry. Oh, you know what she says to him? I just noticed. Oh, yeah. It's too little, too late. 
Well, she says, I want something different. I want my man to be mine. <gasps> I was like, ooh. Hmm. Now we head to Thomas's apartment. And Paris is double checking that Zenday is okay with her new living arrangements. And I'm like, okay. I can tell you right now he's not okay with it. And then Thomas is like, oh, oh, I assure you. <laughs> I assure you, I won't even be here that much. And I'm like, whatever. Mm. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, and Zenday's being like extra like kissy kissy, mm-hmm. like my girlfriend, my girlfriend. And you mm-hmm. just see like Thomas's eyes like twitching. It's like, mm. Yeah. Thomas can't take it. And when Thomas leaves, Zenday says, It's okay. Thomas is my cousin. I trust him. But there was a pause there. He was like, he's my cousin. Pause. I trust him. I was like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> nope. No, he doesn't. Nope. So then Zenday and Paris go to Zenday's place. Well, but this thing was so yeah. weird. Okay. So they're having the conversation, whatever. And she's like, are you sure you don't have a problem with it? You sure? And he's like, I'm on blast, girl. Like, no, I don't have a problem with it. Anyways, I have a great night planned. Let's get going. This made no sense to me because then Paris is like, okay, let me just get my like go bag from my car. If you guys are about to leave the apartment to get into Zenday's car and go to his place, why do you need to go to your car, grab something, go all the way back up to the apartment, then walk back down and go to your car? Just grab it from your car as you both are leaving at the same time. But how else would she have left them by themselves so that Zenday could agree some cojonia and went to got up in Thomas's face like, all right, listen, mofo. <laughs> like, <laughs> It was weird. It was a weird thing. I was like, where'd she go? What? Huh? It was weird. But anyways, they had to transition. That's how they did it. It wasn't great. Yeah. And of course, then they, you know, he's like, he says everything that he's supposed to say. Oh, I'm confident. I'm not jealous. I'm fine with it. But don't get too comfortable, mister. Keep looking. Keep looking for a spot, though, okay? (laughs) So they go over to Zenday's place, which is Eric's guest house. And he has this whole romantic thing set up with candles and flowers. And I was like, dang, he's got swag. Yeah. That's swagger Because he has, like, I was like, whoa. If he, okay, I see you, Zenday. I see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, He was looking pretty hot, too. That's what makes me mad, is that he genuinely likes her. He's genuinely trying. And she doesn't like him as much. Like, she says she does. But if she, why does she keep looking at Thomas then? I feel like it's the the thrill of the chase or something. It's like, once she's got them in love with her, she doesn't want it no more. True. True. And she's looking for something else. But it's like, oh, he knows I'm amazing. Next. (laughs) <laughs> right? I don't know. 
I don't know her. Yeah, deal. it's strange. I, I think he's gonna get heartbroken or killed or something. Yeah, it's not gonna end well. No, it's not. And uh, really quick. Back at Forrester, Brooke and Ridge and Donna continue to talk about Eric. They're trying to figure out why she, why he is still with Quinn. Because Quinn destroyed his confidence and his dignity. And I was thinking, um, y'all, y'all are doing a good job of that, too. Right. I don't see you really hyping him up. You're not really hyping him up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, one person is hyping him up. <gasps> okay, now we head to Carter's apartment, and Katie shows up. And she is, you know what? She reminded me of Ridge, because she was, like, ready to pounce. Yeah, she was raging, too. She just got off that high of telling Bill he is it's too little, too late. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to go tell Carter how I feel about his actions, too. All men, watch out. Katie's on a rampage. <laughs> I know, right? I love Katie, though. So the, it was funny because she's like, you know what? I tried to stay silent. <laughs> that made me laugh because Logan's never stay silent. But she's like, I tried to stay silent, but I just cannot keep my thoughts to myself. Okay, you know what? Eric is a good man. How could you do this, Carter? How? I was like, dang. And, and like, yeah, like, I think she thought she was going to get more talk back or like a struggle. But at this point, Carter is already had his butt chewed by Ridge. And then Quinn just dumped him. And so he's just like a shell of himself. And Katie comes in there raging, expecting him to like, Say something again. He just is like, Wah! he's just crying. And she's like, oh, oh, I didn't mean to go that hard on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> she made him cry, and then she was like, oh crap. <laughs> she's like, I'm sorry. And then he makes some comments about like, you know, that she has like a perfect life, or insinuates that, or whatever. Well, really, what he was insinuating is that she has experienced love, and right. he has not. He has thought he has loved people, but they don't reciprocate. And so he feels like he's never been in love. He'll never be in love. And at least she got to experience it. And then that sets her off all over again because she's like, oh, yeah, what did I experience? Love? Oh, is it love when your husband has an affair with your sister? That's love. You know, so she's like, well, maybe I may have experienced it, but it wasn't freaking awesome. So I wish I didn't even experience it. And yeah. so they're at that point. So then twinkle, 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 uh-huh. we're connecting. Twinkle, twinkle, I see you in a different light. It did catch her off guard, though, because instead of him yelling at her or like defending himself, he was like, it's because I love her. And, I'll, and Katie was like, oh. She, oh, she really? You and mean you weren't, like, like, ruining lives just because you thought she was kind of cute? Oh, right. wait, you were in love? Oh, well, if you were in love, then. <laughs> oh, okay. And then she did feel bad, I think, a little, because he was like, guess what? She's, she left. She left. She's gone. She is gone. 
And I was like, oh, God, Katie, look how fat he is. Leave him alone. But, yeah, so they started, like, yeah, the twinkles were happening, people. Yeah. So let me just go over. There's just really quick. Mm -hmm. In the main, well, in the executive office at Forrester, Brooke and Ridge are kissing and Bill walks in. Perfect timing. Yeah. Bill walks in and he's like, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. And of course, Ridge gets an attitude immediately because he hates him. And he's like, I need your help, Brooke. I need your help with Katie. And Ridge just makes a face. (laughs) And Zenday in Paris, their night together is going to be magical. Okay, it's going to it's their first time. I totally forgot that they're not banging. Right. I totally forgot that. Like, that was not... Yeah, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's how Monday ends. Yep. Tuesday, October 19th. Spooky month. The show opens at Forrester, and Bill is basically begging Brooke to help him get Katie back. Yeah. He is scared that he lost her for good this time. And he's like, that's unacceptable. I cannot accept that. <laughs> I need her back. Yeah. Brooke's just kind of like, huh? What happened? Huh? And Ridge is like, well, he just keeps putting his little two cents in. He's like, well, you can't really blame her. <laughs> Once <laughs> you again. You can't guy on the side of the road to die. Uh, once again not a good face for this campaign (laughs) I just thought it was so funny because every chance he got to get a dig in he would get the dig in I'm just like uh, yeah you're the one who like forgave the guy who kidnapped your son so that you could use him later on for (laughs) diabolical things I know and you know what I know he's bad. I know. I know that I should hate Bill because he's bad. I know that. It's just, he's like, I feel so bad for him because he's like, please help me. Please. I can't live without her. I was like, oh my God. Carter's dead. (laughs) And you know, I love Carter, but rest in peace, buddy. Dead man walking. (laughs) Dead man walking. Dead man walking. Let's just think of this for a second, okay? If if Katie and Carter connect, okay? Because we had twinkles happening. If they connect, all right? Not only is Katie going to die, okay? Because Quinn's going to be livid, all right? Because we all know how jealous she is, even mm-hmm. though she's not with him. So there, you have that, that right? Then Bill. Uh, Bill blows up people, he throws mm-hmm. people out of helicopters. He dropped he, a building on his own son. Yes. Like, he left a guy on the side of the road to die. Like, Bill will kill someone. So Bill had Justin push Ridge out of a moving airplane or helicopter. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Carter, I love Carter. I love him to death. But I don't feel that he's a match for Bill. He's I not ruthless. 
<laughs> right. That's my point. So I, I, at first I'm like, oh, they would be such a cute couple. But do you remember when Katie tried to date Wyatt? Bill put mm. a stop to that real quick. That was so awkward. Yeah, he put a stop to that real quick. Yeah. Ha- no. Nope. 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 I don't know. I'm worried about Carter's life. <laughs> yeah. Um, now we head back to Carter's and he is explaining the whole situation to Kate mm-hmm. about like everything that happened. With Quinn just came there and told him all that stuff and how he's like shocked and he's just going over all of this stuff. Katie was saying like some emotionally things. She was like Love equals loss to me. I'm like, oh. Yeah. yeah. And then that's what I was going to say. She then went on her own rant about how lonely she is and how sad she is and how Bill always, always says all the right things. But then he never, like, actually follows through. He always does something to hurt her. So they're bonding, these two, mm-hmm. because they're both lonely. Lonely Hearts Club. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, I'm excited, but I also don't want him to die. <laughs> True. I would like Carter to live and breathe still. Yeah, but we'll see. Oh, one thing that Katie said. Mm. Katie was like, you know, my whole life. She's kind of saying, like, my whole life I've been in, in the shadow of my sisters. Mm-hmm. Type of thing. And she was like, we can't all be Brooke Logan. Because she was saying when she just wants a guy to be so, like, in love with her. And, like, I don't want to say obs- obsessed, but you know what I mean. In a yeah. good way. <laughs> like, she just wants to be everything to the to the guy. But she says it's never like that for her. But it's always like that for Brooke. It, yeah, everyone's always so in love with Brooke. She can ruin marriages with a simple glance. But it's like, she just, I would have felt happier, I guess, or I don't know, whatever. I would have just been, liked it better if she would have been like, I want someone to care about me equally. Not be the, my entire universe and me be their entire universe, like, like equally. <laughs> right. But I do get what she's saying. She's like, no matter what, like, if a guy falls in love with her, Mm -hmm. she's, like, everything to them. But why can't I have that? Like, even my own husband wants her. You know, like, I felt so bad for her. Yeah. And then she does say, I'm sorry for barging in and judging you. And he's like, you know what? Consider yourself invited. From now oh, on. And I was like, uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Don't tell me that, because I will show up at your apartment, Carter. Well. Hey, what's up? Hi. <laughs> you busy tonight? <laughs> How's it going? I brought some My, my kids spirit. are boarding school. What's up? What you doing tonight? <laughs> like, I just happened to cook this four-course meal. <laughs> I just happened to buy this expensive champagne. Yeah, oops. Oh, darn, my dress fell off. <laughs> <laughs> like when? 
She she came prepared. Remember the first time she was in like a wrap dress? Yeah, she, she was like tired. <laughs> <laughs> now the next part was funny because Hope shows up at Thomas's apartment oh. and he answers the door and he's shirtless. And she Hope was so adorable. Oh my god, Annika, bravo! This I was kind of weird. She was so cute though because she walks in. And she does, like, what a normal person would do, right? She looks around. She sees women's clothes on the floor. He's shirtless. There's the kids. There's no kids here. And she's like, oh, my bad. She's like, why didn't you say you had somebody here? Like, I'll, you should have said just leave. <laughs> right? She was trying to be all quiet. Like, why didn't you tell me? And then yeah. he, at first, he's like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> He was playing with her a little bit because he was like the way he was talking about it, like she it could have been construed as like, you know, like sexy time. But that's not Uh what he was actually saying. And but what threw me off with this whole thing is once he did like fill in the blanks and it made sense of like, oh, well, it's Paris and stuff. Hope is still smiling. And I'm like, like, yeah, why? Why wasn't her reaction like, um, she's dating your cousin. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Like every time, like, cause remember when he was talking about her or whatever and Steffi was just smiling about it. And like, I'm like, shouldn't y'all be checking him? Like that's Zenday's girl. What are you doing? Why are they all kind of feeding into it? Not like encouraging it, but they're also not coming right out and being like, uh, that's Zenday's girl. This is not a good idea, Thomas. Yeah, I honestly did think about that afterwards. Because she seemed Uh, happy about it. Like, ooh, you in Paris, huh? No. She did. You know, maybe they're confused on, maybe Hope is confused as we are about Paris and Zenday's relationship. Mm, I don't know, maybe, but it just, I don't know. I think with Thomas's history, if he showed interest in any girl that is taken by someone else, especially another family member, maybe you should be like, hey, like, I don't know, ask some questions like, Thomas, what are you doing? This is kind of reminding me of things that you've done that were inappropriate. But no one's saying that. Everyone's just like, hee, 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 hee. I don't well, like it. and right now he's he's not he's acting like oh he they're just friends. He's but so the situations are weird. Yeah. But she does eventually come around and say to him like, "Hey Thomas, are you sure Zenday's cool with this?" Yeah, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." He said he's perfectly cool with it. He has nothing to worry about. And like, really, he doesn't. Yeah, and I get how that sounds contradictory right now because she did say something. But what I'm talking about is in the moment of when you're realizing, like, wait, why are Paris's clothes here? My reaction wouldn't be like, ooh, why are Paris's clothes here? They would have right. been like, why the fuck are Paris's clothes here? What the hell is going on? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I did think that. I took it, I read it as she seemed really surprised. But yeah, I do agree. I thought, why is she smiling? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, the same as when Steffi was hide. doing it. I'm like, why is Steffi not checking his ass right now? 
Yeah, because even like any normal person, well, I know I would. My first reaction would have been like, wait, isn't she dating Zenday? You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're not having that reaction. And that scares me. The same as Brooke being a psycho that she is. And I'm just like, Brooke, the stuff you're mad at Quinn for, you're doing that right now. That is what you are doing right now, ma'am. So the the horse you rode in on is missing a leg. The hill you're standing on, it's made of cat litter. You're sinking, girl. What? Anyway, sorry. Tangent. <laughs> We're getting <Tangent>. there. <laughs> Hypocrisy. Chelsea's mad at Brooke this week. All right. Is, is that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to say, what, every week? Well, yeah. But, I mean, I feel legit. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So Hope's being like, bro, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, 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 it's cool. Right. So now we head to Zenday's uh, house. I don't know if I want to call, I guess, guest house. Well, it's Eric's guest house. So at Zen, we'll just say at Zenday's place. Paris lets him know that she thinks their relationship is going good. They're on the right path. She's happy. The wine glasses were huge. Yeah. Those were and like then, full bottle glasses. You think he was trying to get her drunk? <laughs> <laughs> then um, they get online and she has a surprise for him. She mm-hmm. set up a scholarship fund in his name for orphans from the orphanage he's from. Do uh, I got that right? Yeah. The, ortho- the orphanage that he was adopted from, she started a scholarship foundation um, to help uh, troubled African children, I guess. And he's blown away. I mean, I would be blown away. Me too. It was such a sweet, sweet gift. That's why she's so confusing to me. Mm. Like, quit. She's sending him all the signals of, I'm totally into you. Mm-hmm. But then she's leaning down to pick up a folder and touching Thomas's hand. Like, stop, girl. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. The youth, man. I've I've hit the threshold, you guys. I'm at that point where college kids look 12 to me. I don't understand no more. I know. Well, here's the moral of this story. They finally do it. They finally have Dude, I'm sorry. I would have already been there and done that. Mm-hmm. I, I would have been up in that sauna. Why are you making him wait so long? That's a set they haven't used in a while. When are we going to see right. that sexy sauna? Oh, we haven't been in the sauna in a while. Remember, oh God, remember everything used to go down in the sauna. One of the funniest things was that, um, was it Stephanie? Somebody, it was either Stephanie or it was Quinn, locked Donna in the sauna. Do you remember that? I think a couple people have been locked in that sauna because I vaguely remember. When I first started watching the show, I feel like a guy was locked in the sauna at some point. Oh, I'm sure. But it yeah, wasn't on. Was it wasn't on. 
but they were locked in there. Did Thomas <laughs> lock someone in there? Oh, you know what? Maybe Pam locked Donna in there because Pam used to really hate Donna. I'm not sure. Well, I, I don't know. I vaguely remember this. If y'all remember who wins were locked in that sauna, but we know it. I'm pretty sure it's happened multiple times, but I know people used to get freaky in there. I know people almost die in there. (laughs) Well, I can tell you something else that's funny. And I don't know if anybody else remembers this because now I'm going old school. They used to have a tanning bed that you get in and it's, you know, like the spray tan. Oh, well, that's bad now. Skin cancer. People don't do that no more. The spray tan? Well, no, the the beds. Okay, I said it wrong. Let me go back. You know oh. the stand-up thing you walk into and it spray tans you? Um, No, I live in Southern California. I have a natural glow. Rude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they had one because you know they're all rich. They had one there and Donna got in it. <laughs> To get a spray tan, and you know how you have to hold your breath. Yeah. So Pam turned it all like up where it would like run and run. She almost passed out. She finally got out and she was orange for like a week. week, She was orange, like bright orange. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. See, we need to bring back that. Remember when the boys used to work out on the roof? Yes, I do. <laughs> I'd love to see Thomas work out on the roof. A little pinhead. I wouldn't complain. Oh my gosh, Chelsea. What? It was so embarrassing. The last <sighs> episode we did, mm-hmm. we went down the rabbit hole. Okay. Uh, uh, what else is uh, new? <laughs> who's your hall pass? We did? On my other show. Oh, okay. I was like, girl. (laughs) (laughs) On Sunday, we went down the rabbit hole. I was so embarrassed because like three of the people, three of the actors like wrote us messages like, oh, saw the episode with some heart. And Carter, uh, the guy who plays Carter, Lauren. Your new boyfriend. He wrote a message saying, heard y'all were talking about me. And I was like, oh, dear God. Oh, if they only because... listen to this show. Thank goodness they only watched that one. Right? <laughs> we, For real, I was Way like, different messages. Right? And I was, it was funny because I was like, I don't know, Carter, Bill, Liam's hot. And then I was like, there's too many. And then, and then uh, we went, okay, your girl call pass. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, this is too hard, too hard, too hard. I was like, well, I can tell you right now, mine is Katie. And they both were like, huh, what? Obviously, they didn't expect me to say that. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Okay, so my turn, my turn. Um, I used to really be into Liam, but personality-wise, I can't do it. So, yeah, I'm taking big, bad Bill. That's my other Okay, what about girls? Girls, girls, girls. I mean, okay, Sally's gone, so I can't say Sally. Sally. If Sally was still on the show, I'm taking that fiery redhead. Woo, girl. me too. Um, But she's gone, so, girl, you know I love my Donna. (gasps) Donna! I'm taking Donna all day. 
Yeah, mine's definitely Katie. I've always, I think Katie's so hot. And I've always had a crush on her <laughs> since, like, I was a teenager. Yeah, you see that, girls? It ain't about Brooke. We love the sisters. I'll take Donna. I, I mean, mean, I'm not going to turn, <laughs> I'm not going to turn uh, KKL down. I okay? am. <laughs> Don't get carried away. <laughs> I would. I, I wish that I could look like her when I'm her age, Okay. Oh, well, I'm not saying that. Like, I mean, if we're talking body snatching, then like, this is a whole different conversation. Because, okay, um, okay, behind the fourth wall is broken. So we're recording these two weeks. We've already watched into next week because we're going to record again soon, guys. Yay! Anyways, I'm just going to say a little thing. Okay, so in next week, Quinn is wearing, like, this white T-shirt, and she's kind of having a rage moment. Quinn has a six-pack, you guys. Oh, yeah. She's super hot, too. Because I seen, like, the way the shirt was, like, on her when she's, like, lifting her arms and, like, yelling because it was, like, a tight white undershirt type of thing. And girl got a six-pack. I was like, what, Quinn? I see you. But Donna, Donna, she's got that hourglass. She's got those pouty eyes. Oh, damn it, Donna. Did I lose oh, you? No. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I'm taking Bill and Donna. Um, You can have Carter and Katie. Okay, that's cool. I will definitely be the... <laughs> I will definitely be the... Um, I don't want to call, I was going to call myself the ham in, in the that ham. sandwich. <laughs> I was going to say I was going to be the ham in that sandwich, but that sounds kind of weird. <laughs> I'm going to be that. I'm going to be that mayo, and I'm going to slide all over it. I'm like, kind of sexy, and I'm like, ham, really? Really? That's funny. So that brings us into Wednesday. The show opens at Il Giardino with Katie, Brooke, and Donna. And they're giggling over brunch. Yep. Gossip, gossip, gossip. And basically, they want to know if Katie went and told Carter off. (laughs) Yeah. They were asking Katie about the whole Carter thing. And the way Katie was talking, like, you could tell she had the hots for him. And they picked up on that super quick. Yeah. And she's like, well, I did go over there to, like, you know, tell him off. And then, you know what? I found out he really loved Quinn. And they were all like, oh, what? <laughs> she said the magic word? Oh, my gosh. Well, they. I think you're right. I think they're they are definitely picking up on Katie liking Carter. Oh, for sure. All right. So um, let me start over. You ready? Yeah. Now we head over to Eric's house, the Forrester Mansion. Carter is with Eric and Ridge, and they're talking business. Business, business, deals, deals. Yeah, jewelry line, jewelry line. And then it gets into personal business because Eric wants to know if Carter has gotten over Quinn, basically, right? Yeah, this is the part where 
HR should have stepped in and said, excuse me, this is an inappropriate conversation to be having. No, I didn't like this whole, I didn't like this the same as I don't like Paris asking Zenday how he feels about Thomas right in front of him. Like, right. have this conversation without Ridge right there, could you? Perhaps. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they did put him on the spot. He was he was honest, though, because he said, I guess it's not a secret that I do have feelings for Quinn, like, beyond just physical. Yeah. But he does say he's trying to move on, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, huh, I guess he is moving right on to Katie. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. Seems like it. Seems like it. Oh, by the way, Thomas, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. my, his name just went out of my head. The, the uh-huh. actor who plays Thomas, Matthew, yes. he cut his hair, Chelsea. Uh, you, you, you were telling me. I haven't seen it. I need to, uh, we'll see. Because I've seen I, his, inst- I think, think it was Instagram, and he was getting in and out Burger, and I was so jealous. But he was getting the burger, and he, he is, yeah, his hair is completely hit. He still has the facial hair, but his uh-huh. hair is short again. I just, uh, he's such a pinhead, though. I'm sorry. Like I don't, his head, I, this we disagree about. His head doesn't he, fit his I body. I disagree. Mm. I totally disagree. Okay. I don't know. It's that soap opera gu- thing where, yes, they're hot. They're beautiful people, like, compared to anyone walking down the street or me or anyone who went to my high school. But <laughs> in the grand scheme of famous people, there's always something a little off. Yeah, I think they do that on purpose because they're supposed to be normal people. They're not supposed to be models. and <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, I mean, technically, I think they are supposed to be models on this show. <laughs> yeah, well, every, yeah, true. Every, every other person's a model on this show. That's a good point. Oh, do you think they should recast Zoe? That is our that is our question. Now, I want everyone to answer. You know what? We'll do a poll and we'll put it out because... I saw an article where it said, now they have to recast Zoe. Why? And I was like, why? And then it said, so she can come on and it'll, I guess, cause trouble for Paris. Oh. So, because mm, her and Zenday had a connection, remember? Sort of. Oh, yeah, they were I'm Instagram not- best friends. I'm not for it or against it. I'll, I'm gonna say that. Instagram, but best they friends. would, they would have to recast though because um, Fantasy Island mm-hmm. got got a second season, so she's not coming back. Well, it wasn't because I'm watching it. <clears throat> All right, now we go to Forrester Creations. You ready? Sure. Thomas and Hope wonder why Paris and Zenday aren't at the meeting. They're running so late, they can't imagine where they're at. Mm. (laughs) And Thomas is like, well, I can tell you this. 
she didn't come home last night. And Hope was like, ooh. None of anyone's business, sir. (laughs) And then at Zenday's place, which is Eric's guest house, Mm -hmm. they're all lovey-dovey. And they're talking about how they took their relationship to the next level. (laughs) Well, they did. I know. They walk in and Hope, like, tries to, um, I don't know, play boss lady. Like, um, excuse me, where have you guys been? We're supposed to have a meeting, da-da-da. Oh, yeah. um, She was, they they got scared for, like, a second. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because Thomas pulls, yeah, Thomas pulls Paris aside and Hope keeps Zenday with her. And they both kind of do the same thing to them where they like fake it that they're upset. Like, you know, that isn't a good reason to be late is you overslept. (laughs) Right. And by the way, it's very inappropriate. Okay. Oh, yeah. Very inappropriate that Thomas is taking Paris to the other office. And then he's, he's joking, but he's asking her, like, I know you didn't come home last night. Yeah, you get freaky last night. And then he's like, "Oh, Zenday's so lucky. It's get all right. You're you're getting in some some tricky waters here, okay? <laughs> I can't think of the right thing to say, but you're getting into some sticky situations. And I told you guys, I told you, I told you." Zenday is not okay with this because you know what he asked Hope in the other office. You know what he asked Hope? What? If she thinks he should be concerned about Paris living with Thomas. So we obviously know he is. Mm. And then, of course, oh, Thomas is happy for you. Did everyone forget who Thomas is? Uh, Okay, because I did not. Uh, yeah, he's changed. Duh. (laughs) Now, there's one little scene where we go back to Il Giardino and the, the Logan sisters are talking about Sheila and Deacon and how they have to protect their family. And then they start talking about how they don't understand how Eric is with Quinn and he should be with Donna. And then what you're right, it was a whole gossip session. Because then they start talking about how gorgeous Carter is. Oh. And I was like, uh oh. Yeah. Donna and Brooke leave. And guess Guess who comes in? Like, right when Katie is daydreaming about Carter, he just happens to pop in. And (laughs) he's like, oh, were you going to eat lunch? Like, can I join you? And she's like, well, actually, I just had lunch with my sisters. But I'm still hungry. Sure, I'll sit back down. (laughs) Dang. I thought that was so funny because I would have been like, you know what? I didn't even eat. 
I, I barely ate anything. I, you know what? I'm starving. Sit down. I would have done the same thing <laughs> if I was in them. They are they're cute together, but I'm telling you, they better enjoy it while it lasts because Bill will destroy him and Quinn will destroy her. So that's gonna happen, guys. Just get ready. It, it will happen. I don't want Katie to be his rebound. Cause then yeah. it's not gonna work out. And I don't want I'm so nervous because you know that Katie and Bill are, are like Brooklyn Ridge. You know that eventually they always get back together. So I'm worried about Carter too. Cause he mm. always falls in love with the wrong woman. He well, always yeah. falls in love with someone who loves someone else. Yeah. Why can't he fall in love with her? <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't like that they're bonding over like broken heart. That isn't that isn't my vibe. I'm, I just I just feel like Carter keeps getting hurt, and I don't think uh, that's gonna stop anytime soon. Uh-uh. Me either. Okay, that's how Wednesday ends. Yep. On to Thursday. We're headed into Thursday. This was a funny episode. So the show opens at the Cliff House, and Finn and Steffi are. Was somebody yelling? Oh my. Okay. Um. All right. Breaking the fourth wall. Sorry, guys. I'm recording in the living room, and the boys are watching feet ball in the garage, and apparently, something happened. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if something was going on that you needed to stop. Oh, yeah, no. Okay. Nope. So the show opens at Steffi's house, and Finn and Steffi are all lovey dovey. Mm-hmm. Uh. And guess who comes over? Hope and Liam. I don't really know what this was about. They're just kind of chit chatting. And Finn says that he's going to go grab food. And Hope's like, oh, I've been craving Il Giardino. That's like the only restaurant, by the way. I've been craving Il Giardino. And so they decide to go together, which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah. But okay. I mean, I get it. They wanted them at that restaurant together. But I think it would have been... More believable if they just ran into each other. Yeah, it, it was, was weird. I don't know. The past so few episodes. Go, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the last, I don't know, in recent B&B time, Liam and Steffi are spending a lot of time with the kid together. Kelly. Sorry. Yeah. The kid. And that least why Hope and Finn don't go and do their own thing, why they start hanging out so much, I'm not really understanding. And I hope it doesn't go awry. So, hmm. Hmm. Right. Oh, don't worry. We're going down the rabbit hole. It's going to happen. No. Right? Okay. 
I feel like they should not be alone together. I say this all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's a little inappropriate. That's the word of the day. <laughs> inappropriate. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Maybe I should name this episode <laughs> inappropriate. <laughs> now we head to Forrester Creations. Mm. And Donna's talking to Brooke. <sighs> yeah. She's saying that she really wants to support Eric and be there for him. He needs their support. And guess what? He hears them talking about him. So he walks in and they're like, oh, Eric. Ooh. <laughs> I'm I think, so embarrassed. I think Brooke, Brooke knew he was standing there. Brooke is being evil right now. She is being shady. <laughs> I don't blame her, though, because she does not want Quinn with Eric because Eric seems miserable. And I know it's not her place, but she can't help herself, Chelsea. She literally cannot help herself. <laughs> oh, but when Quinn can't help herself, it's a problem. Oh, it's a problem. You're right. But if Brooke can't help herself, oh, it's destiny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, okay. Well, now that we're all on the same page. You got it. Now that, now that you totally get it. <laughs> now we head to the design office. And Carter and Katie decided to eat their lunch together in the office. Mm. <sighs> These two. You can tell they're starting to really like each other and like they're opening up about how they feel and what happened to them and <sighs> we're going down the rabbit hole. You know what? She fell into the vortex. She's gone. She is gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're bonding over being brokenhearted at the Lonely Hearts Club or whatever they're talking about. I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, and Don't. she's like, I hate going home to an empty house. And he's like, me too. Mm. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. You too. <laughs> and then they talk about Bill for a second. All right, so one thing that we forgot to mention is that Katie told her sisters that she's not going to take Bill back. Mm -hmm. Then she also tells Carter that. And I'm yeah. like, ooh, Bill's going to lose his entire mind. Yep. I mean, it's the, it's the rumor of the day, I guess. Okay, okay so in the main office, Eric comes in and they ask him, are you happy? But he can't really answer because Charlie comes in and he's like, hey, we need you for this meeting. So he leaves mm -hmm. and they're just talking back and forth. And they're, you know how they are. And, and Brooke, Brooke is crying like pushing, and crying. Pushing. Yeah, she's like pushing and pushing. Finally, Donna said, all right, fine. Yes, I love Eric. And the whole time. Eric was standing in the doorway for about a minute 
when she said that and Brooke saw him and didn't say anything. And I was like, oh, okay, she's going to be shady boots. Shady, shady boots. And then poor Donna's so embarrassed. She's what? embarrassed, but not embarrassed. Yeah. She's playing I'm coy. Glad, I'm glad that it happened, though. Because <sighs> she should have told him, if that's really how she felt, and she's been in love with him this long, she probably should have told him that by now. Are you not uh, I feel like she probably should have told him when he wasn't married to someone else. Oh, well, that's never. <laughs> <laughs> And now we head to Old Jardine <laughs> with Deacon and Sheila. Okay. Are we not heading there? No. Yeah, I'm hungry. Let's go to El Jardino. <laughs> All right. Am I wrong? Is that not where they're at? No, they are. I'm fucking with you. You're fine. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> like, we, okay, I messed up everything today, so I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> okay. Now we have, oh my God, oh my God, I need to not, I need to quit drinking this tequila because I can't even talk. Mm. <laughs> I'm canceling my own self out. You're canceled, bitch. What? What? <laughs> what, what, what is happening? <laughs> I just canceled myself. Oh, okay. With my buzzer. All like, right. What is happening? Okay, I'm sorry. I need to. I think it's because I got a buzz. All right. You're fine. Now we head to Il Giardino with Deacon and Sheila. And they're, them, these two do not get along. They constantly bicker. So it's kind of hilarious. Mm. She's trying to get him to. Like, work with her, which is a bad idea. A bad idea. Yeah, no. She's like, look, we could do this. We can we can think of something that would work. And then guess what? Hope and Finn walk in. Of course they do. And, uh, <laughs> they sit at a table that's right in view. Mm-hmm. Of course they do. But Sheila notices them before they notice Sheila and Deacon. So and Sheila comes up with a little is. plan. <laughs> we all know how she is. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? Hope notices them. And she's like... Oh, wow. Don't look now. Yeah. But. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And Finn's like, what's the matter? What's the matter? And then and then she, she's like, you're never going to guess he's here. Mm. And she tells him and he's like, what are they doing? <laughs> it was so funny because I felt like this was so realistic. If, if we were like, if we went to lunch or something, I would be like. Oh my God! What are they doing? I don't want to turn around and look. Oh my God! You know how you know like that was really realistic. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Well, you know me. Like when I worked at the bar, like anytime anything would happen, like someone would walk up to me, like Chelsea, blah blah blah, fell. I'd be like, time and location, time and location, <laughs> like all the time. I'd be like, time check, and they'd be like, 
at 11.42 on the side patio. I'm like, okay, camera 12, camera 13, on it. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. And just so you know, not that you need me to tell you, uh, the whole time this is going on, Steffi and Liam are all buddy-buddy at Steffi's house talking about how they're going to lay down the law. Because they got to protect their kids from Sheila and Deacon. I'm like, oh, no. Too little, too late, bruh. So Deacon and Sheila come up. Well, actually, (laughs) Sheila comes up with this crazy idea. She's like, listen, you love me, okay? And he's just like, uh, what? Huh? (laughs) And she's like, you love me. Like, like, no other person. And he's just so, like, what? And then, what does she do, Chelsea? She grabs his face and kisses him. I don't blame her. But. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't. Um, mm, too squinty-eyed for me. But okay. It ain't all about the face, Chelsea. The- <laughs> Okay, and that is how Thursday ends, right? Yep. So now we're going to head to Friday. Okay. We finally made it. Woohoo. The show opens at Steffi's, and they're discussing, they're still discussing how they can't have anything to do with Sheila and Deacon. I, I would love to know how many times we're going to have to hear this conversation. Yeah, well, they did the, you know, the normal thing where they summoned her from the depths and jinxed <laughs> themselves. Right? And, of course, they're like, oh, you know, they're going to they're gonna, uh, come up with a scheme to, mm-hmm. uh, to get to Hope and Finn because, you know, they're, they're at their weakest. Mm. Yeah, you know what? They are grown-ass people. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Are they though? Like I get it, but at the same time, I I totally am like, I don't like that. Like I don't like to be told what to do, even huh. if I already decided I wasn't gonna have anything to do with Sheila. You telling me that I can't makes me crazy. Yeah, don't tell me that over and over again, because then I'm gonna get uh-huh. mad. And now I'm going to go to lunch with her, probably just to spite you. <laughs> oh, petty boots? Yeah, exactly. I don't like to be told what to do. You ain't going to Okay, so. Me. You can't put baby in a corner. That's right. You can't. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> now we head to El Giardino. And this is the most hilarious thing I have ever seen in my life. Because Hope's face was so good. Like, Annika killed it. Because her face was so many things at one time. She was, like, shocked and then disgusted and then shocked again. And then, like, just, it was hilarious to me. Hmm. Yeah, no, she was, she was like, what in the hell? She's like, we have to go over there. That's it. What is going on? Because <laughs> she, okay, because she lived looks at Deacon, right, Mm -hmm. in the eyes, and says, Deacon, kiss me. 
And he was like, what? And she was like, kiss me. And he, and he goes, you want me to kiss you? And she's like, yeah. And he grabbed her and uh, he kissed her. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he planted a kiss on her. <laughs> and this is when Hope was like, oh, no, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You know what? I know in my mind, this is what she said. Uh, I know you're scared of Steffi, but I'm not. I'm going over there. You don't have to. Okay, I get it. You can sit here, but I'm going over there. I was laughing so hard. She didn't say that, but she did say, like, I know you you might not want to go over there, but I'm going over there. And I I thought it was funny because you know me. Oh, I'm going over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she she's like, um, hi. What's going on? What in the hell is she's going like, on, uh, Dad? What are you doing? Um, man, she was good at coming up with stuff, right? Her, um, you know, like she that that story was so good. I was like, I was almost believing it. I was like, oh, oh, you know what? That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, because, her and Shauna can go head to head with the on the spot lies for sure, right? Definitely, because her story was good. Because if, in case you're new to the show or you don't remember, Deke last time Deacon was here. He tried to kill Quinn with a sniper rifle. So he tried to sniper her mm-hmm. and he missed. But everyone blamed Sheila. And they yeah. were like, oh, we're going to, you're going to get arrested. And like it was, everybody put it on her. And well, she I mean, was like, uh, it was like, she was like, excuse me, I'm a waitress. I'm at my job. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. It was not me. And uh, their story is he felt bad. And so he wrote to her to apologize. And then they became pen pals. And now they're in love. Oh, okay. (laughs) Super legit. And she's like, so she leans her head on his shoulder, Mm. puts her arm around them. Like, it was was good. I, I thought it was hilarious. I mean, she played the part well. Not, I'm mm-hmm. not going to say that she didn't. But it just is a little too convenient on the button. <laughs> I'm sorry. This was so unnecessary to say to his daughter. But they're, they're like, talking about everything. And Hope tells them, um, you really think that I'm going to believe this? Like, this is ridiculous. And Sheila's, like, all giggly. Mm. And she's saying, well, it is true. We're in love. We're so in love. And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) Uh. It was Mm. funny, though. Yeah, I don't know. To me, it was unbelievable to me. I was like, no way. Yeah, it's too... It's just too coincidence, you know, like it's too, uh, I don't know. I agree. But, you know, we all, they all can't be, you know, 
award-winning episode. So we'll roll with this. We're, it's foundation. <laughs> Hopefully it's foundation. Now, dun, da, da, da. <laughs> we head to Forster Creation. Oh. Where Eric, Brooke, and Donna are talking. And Brooke uh. is like pushing, pushing, pushing. And she's like, see? See, this beautiful woman still loves you. And I'm like, oh, God. She needs to take so many seats right now. Like, stop it. Too (laughs) much. (laughs) Okay. While this is going on, Pam and Charlie are outside at Pam's desk. And, um... Charlie is downing. Okay, they di- they're digging in in Donna's stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. and he finds the honey and he opens and just starts downing it. Oh God! <laughs> I was like, Charlie, what are you doing? But they they both were like, Whoa, she really keeps honey. Like, has she never gotten over him? Right. Hmm. In the in back in the office, Donna's humiliated, right? She's so embarrassed. She's trying to like kind of run out. But Brooke's like, oh no. And then Eric stops her. And he's like, I need to talk to you. So uh, Brooke does leave. She walks out so that they can be alone to talk. Uh, and Brooke <laughs> Brooke catches Pam going through Donna's desk. But mm. instead of being mad, they go into the design office and Pam and Charlie are like, okay, we need all of the gossip right now. Right. Which yeah. I thought was hilarious. Because <laughs> that is so me. I'd be like, in here, right now, in here, Chelsea, get in here. I'd be like, okay, what happened? I want to wait. Start all the way from the beginning. From the beginning. (laughs) What did you say? What did he say? What What were you wearing? (laughs) Where were you sitting? (laughs) I am like that. I can't help it. And of course, Brooke spills the beans. Oh, yeah. Brooke is so shady boots. Just. I don't know why I said spills the beans. Isn't it spills the beans? Oh, excuse me. Bless you. Yeah. I mean, spills the tea. That that chick took the whole teapot and smashed it on the ground. Yes, she, she did. Just spill it. She smashed it. And you know what? One what? thing that is interesting is that Pam says she wasn't okay with Donna and Eric being together when Stephanie was alive. But now that Stephanie's gone, she would rather him be with Donna than Quinn. Oh, yeah. Which is nice of Pam. Yeah, I'm glad because, you know, Pam can get a little... She has a a Quinn side. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, your sister's dead. What's he supposed to do? Right. I don't know. All of this is a mess. It's such a mess. Eric's life has went from, like, normal, boring to, like, a complete mess. Yep. 
Poor Eric. Poor Eric. Now we go back to the design office, and Donna and Eric are talking and laughing, and they're reminiscing. Yeah, they're thinking about their life together and how it used to be. And then she opens her purse to get a tissue because she's getting teary-eyed. And guess what's in her purse? I'm sorry, Chelsea. I am so sorry. But who carries honey in their purse? Donna. Watch now a bunch of people are gonna message us. What the hell? Uh, what's wrong with carrying honey in your purse? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to risk my purse getting honeyed. Oh yeah, no, it would be in a Ziploc bag, maybe like right, like they have designer handbags. I'm sorry, I'm not putting honey in my handbag. No, okay, <laughs> definitely not. But when he sees that, he's like, um, taken aback. Yeah, flattered. Okay, yeah, and and she just tells him, "Look, it's true." Okay, I miss you and I still love you and oh my gosh she takes some of the honey and she puts it on (gasps) her finger and she licks her finger and then she puts some some more okay 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 set the scene a little better okay Okay. so go back go okay so she opens her purse she's giggling he's like oh that's adorable and then she was like, you know what I do sometimes? And he's like, what? And he, she puts a little dab, dollop of honey on the tip of her finger. And she's like, I go like this. And she eats it. And then he's like, what? And she's like, yeah, here. And so then she gives him some. And then... when she puts some on her finger he's like may i and he just grabs her finger and sticks it in his mouth i was like whoa we haven't seen this eric in a while i'm all covid (laughs) (laughs) even donna her face was so shocked she was like yeah and then guess what happened You hear like Star Wars music, right? And you know, it was it was crazy music, but um, I realized, isn't it the theme song? They just like changed the like tempo or speed or something. (laughs) It might have been in a different part. I'm sorry, you guys. It might have been in a different part because I know. At one of the points, I was like, oh, wow, this song's kind of crazy. And then I was like, oh, wait, isn't that the theme song? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sure. I have to go back and listen. Yeah. And um, this was so, I was so happy for him. But then I was like, oh, crap, Quinn's going to kill everyone. So Yeah, that (laughs) part. And uh, she says. I'm sorry, but this was just, I was like, oh, my gosh. Because Donna goes, you're remembering, aren't you? And Eric goes, 
I'm more than remembering. I was like, oh, oh. Quinn's gonna oh. lose her mind. Oh. And that's how Friday ends with Eric. Hard on. Boy, boy, boy. <laughs> oh, so, like, say Eric Woody. I forgot. It's fine. <laughs> um, so, obviously, that's the scene of the week. Like, oh, obvious. Yeah. I mean, I know Sheila and Deacon tried to, they were right there with the kiss and all of that, but nah, we gotta give it to, we gotta give it, you know, to his. To Eric's awakening. (laughs) (laughs) Eric Woody. Eric's little soldier. (laughs) Is at attention. Yep, I'm so happy for him. I told you it might be in his head, Chelsea. Yeah. I think it got in his head that she was with this, like, much younger like really hot no because he was having the problems before she cheated on him she cheated on him because he stopped sleeping with her she thought he stopped sleeping with her because of the picture frame shit oh yeah maybe that is why maybe he don't he just don't trust her maybe anymore i don't know maybe baby i don't know but I'm really worried for Donna. I'm going to tell you that. Oh, yeah. This is not good. Not good. Not good. Abort. (laughs) Abort. 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 I know. And Brooke's just pushing, pushing, pushing. I'm like, girl, are you going to fight Quinn? Because, um. Because you know Donna's sweet. And she's not. Donna's the sweet one. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Poor thing. Uh, bless her heart. Aww. Okay, guys. So that brings us to the end of the episode and the end of part one. Please stay tuned because part two is coming very soon. We already recorded it. I'm working on editing now. So until next time. Bye, guys. Bye.